This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mets and Marlins rubber match in Miami. There's two of the best offensive outfielders in the National League East. Jay Bruce, Christian Yelich chatting pregame. Here's Bruce getting the Mets off to a good start in the first. And Bruce lines one in the right center for a base hit on the Mets. Cash a first inning run again. Jay Bruce coming through. Radius 2-2. Breaking ball, line towards the gap in left center. That ball gets down. It's going to roll to the wall. Bruce is digging for third, and Bruce will score standing without a throw. T.J. Rivera with an RBI double. Two on one out, pitch coming in. Off speed is cranked to left field. Hangs up there. Ichiro got a late break. It dunks on down for a base hit. It's a blue double for Jay Bruce. His second RBI of the night. And Rivera lines a base hit. That'll bring in Cespedes. T.J. Rivera with his second RBI hit of the night. And it's 4-0 New York. Marlins all of a sudden will get the tying run to the plate here in the sixth with the power hitting Justin Bohr coming up. The 2-1 lifted high in the air to straightaway center. Should be easy for Granderson. He's under it. Lugo finally able to put the inning to bed. Mets go on to win at 6-3 your final. They take two of three from the fish. Seth Lugo wins his second straight decision while Jay Bruce and T.J. Rivera each drive in a pair. Giancarlo Stanton belts his 21st homer of the year in the loss. Here's Mets skipper Terry Collins after the win. I thought they played very well. Again, shows you they didn't get down, you know, they didn't pack up all, went home, they, they showed up every day and played hard. We got some good pitching and, and got some big hits. What did you think of Seth tonight? Well, I thought, you know, what he does. I didn't think he was as really as sharp as, as another time, but uh, he still pitched well. Again, he moves the ball all over the place, so he's really tough to figure out. Uh, TJ is one of those maybe undervalued guys around the league, but talk about his performance. They got three hits. He can swing the bat. Tay, he can swing the bat. He's uh, dangerous when he goes up there. Uh, he's a very, very aggressive hitter, and you know, like we said many times, this guy played second base for us in a playoff game last year, so he's legit. Seth Lugo joins Jerry Koosman and Tom Seaver as the only Met pitchers to win six consecutive road starts. Here's Lugo after Thursday night's performance. I mean, that, that's that's what I tell myself. You know, go out there and throw strikes, you no know, free passes, you know, I stay aggressive in the zone. Um, would have liked to throw a little more strikes first time through the line. Pitch count got up kind of quick, but, you know, I've been walking anybody there for the first few innings, so that was the idea. Any pitch in particular that you thought was a little off tonight? Uh... I don't think so. I think everything was there. Um, uh, uh, Stanton did that home run off. I, mean, I struck him out with the same pitch the day before. You know, it happens, you know. But uh, I think everything was working pretty well tonight. Jay Bruce, two hits, two RBIs in Thursday's win over the Marlins. Here's Bruce talking to the media after the game. <laughs> that was a lot. Um, the foul ball double and then fair ball double is what really put me to deficit early. Overall, you know, this team at this point after the way that this road trip started, how 
much do you feel that you guys have just kind of leveled things a little bit here down the stretch? You know, I don't know if I feel that way at all. You know, I know, I don't know if we, if our chances or our, you know, fortune has changed too, too much from one of these games. And, you know, I think that we were 12 or 12 and a half out. And now we're, you know, 10 or 11. We still have a lot of work to do. We still have to play great baseball to have, you know, any chance. But, uh, you know, we're just going to keep playing. We're going to keep preparing. We're going to come here every single day. I know that sounds like a broken record. And I know this is a really boring interview. But um, that's just all you can do. You know, you can't think about who's in front of you. You can't think about what, what happened in the past. You just have to play good baseball. You, you know, in our case, we have to play great baseball. Maybe in terms of the standings, things haven't changed as much. But do you feel like you guys are playing better here these last couple of series? Or do you feel like you just ran into a couple of really good teams prior to it? Uh, I think that, you know, the outcome is different, but the, the preparation is the exact same. And, um, you know, I, I don't like to speak for everyone, but I think I probably can when it comes to, you know, saying that we don't get too emotional about, you know, winning this game or losing. Like, we have to be consistent with our approach and our mindset. And obviously, we're coming here every single day to win, but, you know, you can't let your emotions get away from you when it comes to, you know, game-to-game -game results. Um, and we know what we have here. We know the talent that we have. We know what we're capable of. And we also know what's in front of us. So we just have to not worry about any of that and just continue to play and see what happens. On Friday, the Mets return to City Field to host the Phillies, while the Marlins travel to Milwaukee for a series against the Brewers. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.